Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are talking about female sexual dysfunction. By the end of this episode, you will have a better understanding as to why you're not always interested in intercourse. This is the second episode on learning about the sexual response cycle. Before we get started today, I have a special offer for you. I have created the ultimate guide to foreplay with hot tips and tricks to spice it up. Get your copy today by going to foreplay.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com. Hope you enjoy my bonus gift to you. You can also find the link in the bio. So what is sexual dysfunction? By definition, sexual dysfunction is a persistent recurrent problem with sexual response, desire, orgasm, or pain that distresses you or puts strain on your relationship with your partner. So you, um, sexual dysfunction is going to be some sort of problem, but it, um, to be a medical diagnosis needs to also cause distress for you and put a strain on your relationship. So many experience, many women experience problems with sexual function at some point in their lifetime. Um, it, and it varies, you know, some ladies, it's going to be earlier on in life. Some ladies, it's going to be midlife. Some ladies, it's going to be more towards, um, the end of life and it can occur at any stage of life. It can occur at, with any specific sexual situations or in all sexual situations. The sexual response cycle really involves physiology, emotions, experiences, beliefs, lifestyles, and relationships. And if you have a disruption in any of those components, it can affect your sexual desire, arousal, or even satisfaction. So there are different types of sexual dysfunction, which we're going to kind of go over here today. And then over the next episodes, dive a little bit deeper into each of these. Um, the first one we're going to talk about is low sexual desire or uh, decreased libido. This is the most common female sexual dysfunction, and it involves a lack of sexual interest or willingness to be sexual. Another type of sexual dysfunction is sexual arousal disorder. And this is when you have a difficult time with arousal, um, being able to become aroused or maintain arousal with sexual activity. The third type of sexual dysfunction is orgasmic disorder or anorgasmia, which is a persistent or recurrent difficulty in achieving orgasms after sufficient sexual arousal and ongoing stimulation. The final type of uh, female sexual dysfunction is sexual pain disorder. So this would be uh, pain associated with sexual stimulation or vaginal contact. Now, depending on what type of sexual dysfunction is affecting you, there are different causes. One factor that can contribute is medical conditions. So that includes diabetes, high blood pressure, depression, anxiety, multiple sclerosis. There are so many more. There's tons of different health conditions that can affect um, your sexual dysfunction. 
There are also medications that affect sexual dysfunction. You guys are going to be, you're going to be mind blown with this information. Um, one is antidepressants or anti, or, uh, anti-anxiety medications and histamines. So yes, your, uh, allergy meds and even birth control pills. So, um, there are more medications that also affect sexual dysfunction, but that's kind of, um, the main ones. And those are the ones that I find patients, um, don't know can affect their sex drive and, or their, their ability to orgasm or some sort of sexual dysfunction. And I have learned in practicing medicine, whenever I start somebody on an antidepressant or an anti-anxiety medication, that is one of the things that I go over with them. Like one of the common side effects is anorgasmia. And I make sure that they're aware of that so that if that starts happening, they know what's going on. And then they can come back to me and say, Hey, I've got this side effect. And then we can decide, Hey, do we want to switch medications? Do we want to stay on the same medication and deal with this? Do our benefits outweigh our risks? So, um, or, or the downsides really, but, um, I have definitely revamped the way I practice to make sure that I am educating people on that. Um, and I have seen patients who have been on medications for years and been doing okay. And then all of a sudden they have issues, um, with the medication affecting some sort of sexual function. So, um, I think that's really, really, really important to know and keep in mind that there are other factors out there that can contribute. So another thing that can affect female sexual dysfunction is hormones, um, especially changes in estrogen. So estrogen levels are affected by the menstrual cycle, pregnancy, breastfeeding, and menopause. Um, Decreased estrogen can lead to a decreased blood flow in the pelvic cavity and vaginal lining becomes thinner and less elastic. So that can make for painful intercourse. And the last um, factor that can kind of affect sexual dysfunction is uh, psychological and social factors. So long-term stress, conflicts with your partner, um, problems with appearance. How do you feel about your body image? Cultural or religious issues, or um, even a history of sexual abuse. So those all can contribute as well. Now, remember at the beginning, I mentioned that sexual dysfunction is only a problem if it bothers you or affects your relationship. If it doesn't bother you, then, then you don't need to seek treatment. But if it's something that concerns you, it bothers you, it affects your relationship, absolutely seek treatment, ask for help. Uh, when it comes to treatment, there is not a one-size-fit-all approach That's because there's different things that can be causing it um, and different symptoms, and we kind of have to do some more symptomology treatment in this situation. So um, one of the big things with this podcast for me is helping women know that it is okay to speak up to your provider and say this is going on. And um, so it's important for you to communicate your concerns to your provider, to your partner. Um, And I just want to make sure, like, the end of the day that people are more aware of what's going on so that they feel more confident when they walk into their provider and they're like, look, X, Y, and Z. Um, Because I'll talk about that eventually, but sometimes we forget to ask these questions, especially at our yearly um, women's 
visit, you know, we forget to ask, are you orgasming? And that's, that's important. So anyway, as far as treatment goes, um, the goal of treatment is kind of depending on, um, what, what you're looking for. Some things to try that don't involve medications are going to be like a healthy lifestyle. So limiting your alcohol, um, being physically active, stop smoking, uh, decrease stress. And I'm sure you're like, yeah, yeah, Jordan, you are preaching to the choir on this one. I hear it all the time. Every time I, I, uh, pick up my cigarette, somebody yells at me to stop smoking. Yeah. I'm preaching to the choir. Drop your cigarettes, you guys. Um, I'll tell you how those affect you, uh, in our next episode. So some other non-medical recommendations include counseling, yoga, meditation, or even acupuncture. There are some other products out there that I frequently recommend patients. Uh, one of my top recommendations is a lubricant. So especially if you're dealing with vaginal dryness or a toy to help increase arousal with stimulation. Um, another favorite that I tell patients about is a enhancement product, which increases blood flow and um, to your genitals, to your clitoris primarily, and that helps increase arousal. The products that I tell my patients about are um, Pure Romance products, the Just Like Me, which is a water-based lubricant, and then the O or the Amped, which is an enhancement product. Another non-medical product you can try is lingerie. That can really help with your self-image. There are a couple medical treatments out there as well. So there's estrogen therapy, which can help improve your vaginal tone and elasticity, uh, increase blood flow and lubrication. However, estrogen treatment is not a good fit for everyone, and there are some risks to hormone therapy. So be sure you talk with your doctor about that one. Um, so that they can go over the risk to benefit ratio with you on that. Another medical treatment is ozemaphine. I'm sure I butchered that name. I am not good at pronunciation and that's not going to change today. So that's a selective estrogen receptor modulator that can help reduce pain with intercourse for women who have vaginal atrophy. Um, and we're going to talk more about that in a future episode as well. Another medical treatment that's out there is uh, testosterone. So although testosterone is known for its major role in male hormones and male sexual function, it does play a role in a healthy sexual function of a female as well. So sometimes they use testosterone treatment. Now there is another medication that was recently approved by the FDA for treatment of low sexual desire in premenopausal women. It is technically an antidepressant. It's called Addy, and it affects your neurotransmitters. There are other medications out there that are being used in other countries for sexual dysfunction, but they have not been studied in, uh, as much and are not currently used in our country. So at the end of the day, throughout each stage of your life, your level of sexual desire, arousal, and satisfaction can change. Your sexual response cycle often has as much to do with your feelings for your partner as does physical sexual stimuli. So continue to rediscover each other and reconnect. Be kind to yourself when you're dealing with sexual dysfunction. So that wraps up today's episode on sexual dysfunction. 
On our next episode, we are looking more at anorgasmia or the inability to orgasm. This podcast is sponsored by Intimacy Coaching by Jordan Donnell. Have you ever desired more from your sex life or feel like you're having good sex but curious about how to make it even better? Are you desiring a deeper intimate connection with yourself? Or maybe you are dealing with desire and arousal concerns or struggling with communicating your desires with your partner. If you're hearing this and thinking, hmm, that might be me, and you're curious to learn a bit more, let's chat. I would love to talk with you more to see if working with me is a good fit for you. To learn more about intimacy coaching with Jordan Donnell, go to coaching.jordandonnell.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.